Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Rocks Life Podcast. I'm Greg and today I'm pleased to say I'm bringing you a conversation with the fantastic Jake Williamson. Jake has huge potential to go very far in high rocks. He is just 25, is a very fast runner and we get into just how fast and combines that with having plenty of strength which in theory makes him very well suited to high rocks. He already has a time of 66 minutes to his name from the pro division but has set his sights on elite 15 qualification in this upcoming season as well as becoming one of the UK's fastest athletes and we talk about that as well as his running training, his sporting background and his ongoing work with Stonewall, raising awareness and supporting the LGBTQ plus community within sport. It was a great chat with a very, very talented athlete, and I really hope you enjoy it. Before we get into this episode, I just want to give a couple of mentions to two fantastic companies who help make this show possible. Firstly, X Endurance, who specialise in endurance sports and who offer a range of supplements perfect for someone preparing for and competing in high rocks. Things like their Career Pure Creatine, which is the purest form of creatine on the market, their Fuel 5 carb product, and their great tasting electrolytes are great and something I, as a nutritionist, believe that most people would benefit from if they are training for high rocks. So go check them out at xendurance.eu. And also Wit Fitness. We have a brilliant training space in London, but also on their website sell a range of awesome product, footwear, and clothing from some of the best athletic brands in the world. They sell Hyrox branded wear on the site as well, so it's a very convenient way to get your hands on that without having to wait until the Hyrox events. And what's more, if you use code WELCOME15 at checkout, new customers can save 15% off their order. So head over to wit-fitness.com now and check them out. Right, I think that's everything covered. Really hope you enjoy this wide-ranging chat with a very talented Jake Williamson. All right, we're live. Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Um, see, so you're at the Folders event at the weekend. How was? How did that go? I'm in. I'm in so much pain still. <laughs> <laughs> Two days in, and I'm absolutely written off. I tried to do hot yoga yesterday, and I'm still in pieces. But no, it was good. It's my first. I, although I live half an hour away, it's my first time popping into Folders just because of timing and and things hadn't worked out before. But um, yeah, proper setup, and I think years to come, it was going to be a serious event is that like your first like functional uh, aside from high rocks which obviously we'll get into is that like your first like functional fitness type event you've done yeah so i did athics the other well but because i'm i'm strong but i'm not as strong as some of like some of the boys are just a joke like back squatting 10 reps 170 like i'm not even (laughs) no no thanks (laughs) so yeah that type of functional like real real yeah, that functional element, probably one of the first, yeah. All right, cool. So what is your background? Like, I know you're very good at running. Is is running your primary background? Um, so early stage, yeah. Um, I used to run a lot alongside playing football, alongside every other sport possible. Um, and then you get to a point where you start taking things a bit more seriously. So at like 14, 15, when I realised I probably had a career in football, I pushed on with that and then running kind of took a sidestep, but obviously kind of fits quite nicely with being a centre midfielder who can run box to box. So running always stayed a a big part, but yeah, football was the big, big passion and big kind of career. Um, Played semi-pro up till 18 when I went to uni uh, and then played first team at Coventry Uni for a couple of years and then tried to pursue after uni, but it didn't quite work out for whatever reason. I, when I had trials in Scotland, went to Poland for a bit, 
Um, and then I was meant to move to Chicago and then COVID, COVID happened. So yeah. And then I didn't really touch a ball for three ish years. Um, but then moved up to Birmingham two years ago. And that's when my running really kicked on again. Cause I joined a club, um, and I still had the foundations of like a 16, 35 K, um, just through lockdown five Ks with <laughs> the virtual, uh, running about and then and then since joining the club dropped down to yeah 15 20 i ran on on friday as a new pb so nice congrats well yeah sub 15 is the is the goal but are you missing football at all yeah i did a talk on friday up in manchester about like pride in pride in sport pride in football and i was chatting to some of the boys who still play and i was like oh, i really do miss it like i probably i will go back but now that I'm obviously quite far into the high rocks fitness journey, just li little niggles really impact training, which is kind of one of the reasons why I, why I stopped last year when I was training for the marathon. Okay. Okay. Um, so you've discovered high rocks. How, how did that come about? Was that like through your running club? Um, I think social media more than anything. So I've always kind of trained in that hybrid type role obviously through football you want to be strong and fit or running running fit and cardiovascular wise anyway so my training's always kind of been like that I've always I've always swam I've always ran I've always enjoyed that sort of putting yourself into a bit of a pain cave and and I'm sure we'll get onto it it helped it's helped me quite a lot with my journey and my story and sort of the mental health side of things that fitness does bring um but yeah, it was, uh, I think through social media and I was like, I reckon I could be quite good at this to be fair. Um, and then my first event was Barcelona last, last year, um, to which I trained probably for like a couple of, couple of months, maybe, um, after doing London marathon and then a couple of half marathons. Um, and now I'm trying to, yeah, trying to go full ham and see what I can really do with it. I see you've, uh, you've said somewhere on social media that your aim is to become the UK's fittest man as per High Rocks. Yeah. You, uh, so where, what is your time in High Rocks at the moment? So it is, it's 66 is my time. Um, and I feel like it, obviously it's a good time, but it's not, a, it's not a representation of where I'm at. So I did one in Malmo, which I'm sure you're aware was cancelled. And then we did like a real, we did like a gym run through, which is obviously different to High Rocks. I mean, the running was outside and, the rock zone was completely different. And I did that in 56. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's going to have added or taken off more than four or five minutes anyway. So uh, I think at that point I would have probably been around 60. Um, but now after I've just, I'm four or five weeks into my training block at the moment, leading up to Birmingham. Um, and we're hoping for minimum sub 60, um, but hopefully get into, into those top spots. Nice. I, I I was gonna sort of set the scene, if you like, for at the, at the start of this for for people that don't know you, but like we touched on your five k time already. It's fifteen twenty, did you say? Yeah, fifteen twenty last week. And you're like, you're you're reasonably big, jacked guy. You're <laughs> yeah. not. You're, I'm eighty eight kilos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not, um, you know, sixty kilogram runner. Uh, so like, just purely from that perspective, on paper, you can you can become very good at high rocks and. Funnily enough, I was going to start writing a uh, like ones to watch article at some point, <laughs> like you know, elite contenders, and I think you're certainly in that in in my book. Um, 
what do you think you need to to do to 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 get to that like elite 15 level is there is there things that you think still need to be worked on because presumably your running is like yeah my running doesn't really need too much of of adapting it's just kind of keeping that that structure the same i think my biggest thing is because i because i always played football i never really trained legs too much because i was playing twice a week like you play on you play on a tuesday you play on a saturday you don't really have time and then you train on a thursday you don't really have time to smash a heavy leg session and then do some compromise running because you're playing 90 minutes and you need to be fresh so i think for me it's it's been building that strength in the legs and then obviously putting the two together so they're compromised with the the sleds and and we're getting there like it the strengths come on like ridiculous amounts compared to where i was um so it's kind of just piecing all the bits together which is kind of what high rocks is anyway isn't it so yeah yeah all the other bits like the ergs the ski erg i, I normally come out first when i if i do that like can quite easily smash out a 330 on the ergs um and then it's just getting the running together and then manchester i had a bad back so i've just had injections into my back as well which hasn't been hasn't been great so manchester i was i was running on half a back (laughs) just yeah just doing it and then being fully fit on the day yeah yeah. lining lining everything up to to really compete have you changed your running training like since moving into high rocks like now you train running with a view to running high rocks does that does that look differently to what it might look if you were training uh, for a half marathon for example moment, we've not adapted it too much i have actually got a half marathon next weekend which i'm which i'm training for um and to try and get under 70 minutes which is going to be a hell of a task but we're hopeful um so yeah and then once i've once i've done that things will then be kind of adapted and shifted a bit more so i'll, I'll put on a bit of weight so i've tried to lose a bit of weight for this half and then I'll put on a bit of weight, start retaking creatine, um, adapting a few bits of nutrition and and then probably changing some of the running. So probably reduce the mileage a little bit um, and then do a little bit more compromise based sessions instead of like speed work at the track. What is your mileage in a moment? Uh, it fluctuates quite a bit depending on competition. I try to hit at least 65k a week. Um, but two track sessions, which are like heavy sessions, like fast. So, I mean, doing like 12 times 400 reps at sub 60 per 400 meters. So, yeah, you can take a look at my Strava if you want to see some of the track sessions, if you want to copy them. <laughs> They're pretty tasty, but I'm the slowest. I'm like one of the slowest in the group. So, I'm, wow. I'm, yeah, I'll be sitting at the back just trying to keep on to the fast, actual, actual runners, I call them. And then aside from those like two track sessions, it, it, a fairly high percentage is just zone two long steady runs, is it? Yeah, relatively. I tried to get a long run on a Sunday, just more of like a casual with with some of the running running lads and just have a chat. And then I'll probably do one or two like tempo-y or half marathon-based type training zones. Um, just And the half marathon zone kind of sits at where I want to be for the high rocks anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of works at quite a nice pace. Okay, um, do do you do just this is purely out of interest? Do you do much treadmill work versus road work versus like track work? You do much uh, on a treadmill, and, and, and if so, do you find that different? Like, do you find it still as beneficial or what? And mix it up as much as possible. And same with like my running shoes, I'll try, I'll I change my shoes each week just to to give a bit of variance and difference on that. 
Um, treadmill work, I don't do as much. I was speaking to Hunter on Sunday and he said most of his work is on a treadmill. Um, I guess it's probably just easier to keep at a set a set pace and almost push yourself a bit harder. Um, for me, because I'm part of a running club and running such a big part of my life prior to High Rocks as well, I've not adapted too much to that. But I think obviously gym-based work will probably be or like high rock specific run through type sessions will utilize a treadmill because you're set to a set time. And it's like, you don't get off that treadmill until, you, <laughs> until you've done the required distance at that pace type thing. So it kind of keeps you accountable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't think there's like a downside to treadmill work? Uh, no, I would say you always put on an incline of one, just otherwise you're going to batter your knees. But other than that, I think good to mix up everything anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, talk about mindset a lot with people on here uh, you know where where your mind goes in a tough race like high rocks but also in a you know 5k's i personally find like disgusting like where where, where, where does or like in the half marathon at the weekend if you're going to lose you know sub 70 half marathon where will your mind go what will keep you pushing during that uh i always i talk to myself so much when i run like i'm constantly like and i'm i'm normally a bit of a dick to myself like I'm like you're so I'm like, I'm like you're such a pussy just run uh, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at like I kind of tell myself off because I because I do drift I'll find my mindset just like just like thinking about something else and I'm like no nah, stick back on so I almost like have to tell myself to get back on the the zone and like focus because it's it's so easy to when you're when you're absolutely blowing to just be like oh, I could just drop back a yeah. a little bit but at the end of the day that you're dropping back you're losing 10 15 seconds and obviously with a 5k if you're trying to get under 15 minutes for example you lose a second a kilometer you've run a 1505 and it's like yeah so yeah i think i'm quite harsh i like i like to be a bit horrible to myself and, and if someone's shouting at me in the crowd i'd prefer them to be like come on you idiot like run rather than like you're doing really well like <laughs> a, bit, a bit harsh love gets me me through it all right all right all right um if we if we shift a bit away from like your, your, your training and racing you um like you, you've got a football background but you came out as as gay while you were playing football yeah um was that and, and i know you've done a lot of work in in sort of that community ever since then with with like stonewall and that was that hard in in the football environment to come out as gay during that yeah i mean it's one, it's still one of the hardest, well, the hardest thing I've ever had to do, and that's why that's why I have such a big push in terms of helping other people with it, especially in especially in sort of worlds like like football and like high rocks, for example, is quite it's quite a masculine sport, isn't it? You're trying to be the best, you're trying to be the almost the fittest person in the planet. Um, mm. It's quite macho, so it's like it's almost breaking down stereotypes within the sporting world, and and we. I was speaking about it last weekend. Like, there's still not a, there's not a Premier League player that's come out as gay, and it's like, how are we still at that stage? So it's like, I mean, it means a lot to me because I've I've come through it. I've come out the other side, and I'm like quite happy and comfortable. But at the time, it was almost impossible to even say the words. And it's like anyone listening to this in the sport of Hyrox or in the in the sport, like I was at Strive on the weekend and at Forders with my partner, quite happily like holding hands walking around being feeling comfortable and it's like it's trying to show that you can be in a sport like high rocks but also 
come out at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, it was flipping difficult. And I think my message to anyone is to just kind of be accepting and be the person that someone would want to come out to as well, um, especially when they're in an, in a sporting world. It can feel quite like you're on your own. Mm. Uh, so you want to reduce the stigma and allow people to do both at the same time. Do you feel like, like obviously, like just doing what you do and, and and talking about it and everything helps and probably encourages others to do the same. Do you feel like there's anything on the sporting side that like football needs to do different or or even higher ups? Seeing as this is a higher ups podcast, it's tough because I I I remember seeing like the rainbows and rainbow laces campaign when I was when I was in the closet, and I would almost run away from it. Like I didn't want anything to be a part of it. Um, so it's it's a really tough tough back like tough thing to say you need to do more because we don't really know what the answer of doing more is I think the biggest thing is just kind of shining a light on excellence within the gay community which is hard because there's not that many people <laughs> that are out because we've made it really difficult to come out as a as a whole um but yeah it's just celebrating stories and, and allow it like it's it's so normal just like allowing me to have this conversation on the podcast with you it's like it could help even if it helps one person it makes a difference doesn't it yeah. Um, so I think it's just it's almost just making it as normal and as natural as possible mm -hmm. um, but it's something I was I was going to say anyway it would be nice to see some more diversity within High Rocks anyway it's quite a white it's quite a white sport like you don't see too many people of ethnic minorities involved in the sport so I think it would be nice to have a push um, on on that regard anyway um, just as a whole because sport again as we know is for everyone and everyone should be should be encouraged to come and play um, and get involved. So, yeah. What does the, uh, you're, you're doing some work with, is it Stonewall? Is that, Stonewall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does that work involve? Um, so a lot of like going and doing talks, um, potentially speaking at schools, going into assemblies and just sort of telling my story in a sense. Cause so my role is a sports champion. So anyone who's got a background or a role in sport, I, I guess could become a sports champion, but because of, I've got a bit of a profile. It's it's quite helpful, and I'm and I'm quite good at public speaking. Um, it allows people to sort of again break down that stereotype and see someone in a sporting role being quite successful, being happily out and celebrating themselves. Um, so yeah, talks, going to pride events, doing panel discussions, um, certain podcasts and things along along the lines of just sort of. Again, just the awareness element of of being gay and being in sports. So they're yeah, they're primarily a sports based organisation, but anything LGBTQ plus related. Okay, all right, all right, great. Um, sh shifting away from that 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 side of things, yeah, I've got some quick fire questions that I normally um, fire at some people. So uh, one is, what's, what's your best sporting experience that you've had in your lifetime? Um, playing or watching, but either, either. Um, probably playing, probably winning the league at uni when we won, when we won the, uh, yeah, when we won the league with like literally your best mates because you played together for three years, and then it comes down to like winning the league, getting promoted. Um, that was pretty awesome. And then, do you feel like uh, the team element, like, is is something you, you you'll miss? But like, if you could continue to pursue high rocks 
yeah, I, I like even on the weekend it was nice to compete as a team. But yeah. then at the same time, you're like, you you just kind of want it to be yourself at the same time, so you can just. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, no team team. I think having a mixture of both is really cool. Um, but yeah, you always you will always miss a team event if you come from a team event and then go solo. Um, but I guess because I've had the running background, I've been able to kind of have both at the same time. Anyway, yeah. Uh, sorry, I interrupted you. Were you, were you going to say another another experience? Uh, I, I was thinking. Um, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. But yeah. Okay. All right. Winning the league, probably. How about the toughest thing that you've done in sport? I, I would always say coming out in sport is probably the, the hardest thing um, in terms of in terms of that. I think High Rocks Manchester was pretty tough mentally because I literally did everything I possibly could to get my back fixed. I had chiropractor, acupuncture, <laughs> cryotherapy, massage like three times the the, the week before um and i literally couldn't week i uh, couldn't walk like two weeks before um because i'd like well I'd, my back was just in absolute pieces so getting to that stage mentally was a, like a big thing for me although i didn't actually do that well getting to the stage and actually being able to perform and then mentally pushing through that pain barrier of knowing like like nothing can actually stop me in a way um and that's obviously helped, helped me kick on now mentally in terms of training and pushing through what did you what did you done to your back do you know you know how how you done it i had a scan and i have um some facet joint deterioration which so on your spine you have your facet joints that come off and i've got like multi-level like facet joint and it causes inflammation and pain and nerve type um thingy so i've had a medial branch block so getting all science here i've had medial branch block injections going into my facet joint which is basically stops the nerve sending signals which then causes the pain so it then decides whether that's actually the thing that's causing the pain if that works not always does it work if that works then you'll have further like cortisone steroid injections into your lower back to for like longer term pain so effectively there's not much i can do and there's no damage that i'm nothing that i'm going to do that's going to cause further damage it's just flipping painful unfortunately so it's still painful at the moment uh yeah like heavy squat heavy loading hurts but you just it's one of those where it's not causing further damage so i just crack on <laughs> get through the pain um um what was i going to ask when you, sorry going back to you said about the toughest thing was coming out in 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 sport in football was there i should have asked this before but was there is the toughest thing like the, how was the response of everyone around you and in the sport when when you did that? Is it is it tough because it's like that's what you're telling yourself is going to be? No, this thing was the the mental trauma and like the denial. And because there's because I like I didn't have a single role model, I didn't know anyone. Like I just always told myself that I wasn't, I couldn't be. If that makes sense. So when I met my partner Paul, who I'm with now, like he works in cricket, like was quite sporty. Was like almost the role model that. I needed to see that it was okay. Um, but yeah, and it, I mean, it was, everything was pretty much perfect. I was playing for a team in Birmingham on a Sunday football team um, and they weren't great. They, they kicked me out of the team completely effectively. Um, yeah. Looking back now, it's actually pretty, 
like really shit <laughs> but at the time i was just like oh fair enough it might that was probably going to happen anyway but then you look back and you're like oh my god did that actually happen um so yeah just got completely kicked off the team and then i and then i because i did a podcast for bbc just talking about me in sport and football um because obviously i played to quite a high level in football and it's not very common to have someone play at a high level and be gay at the same time so as soon as they could they try and they tried to <laughs> rope me in um and that and then the team found out because I, I wasn't really like open and speaking about it at that point um and yeah they just effectively kicked me off the team and and then that's kind of when my marathon training picked up and then I just didn't really go back to playing football after that so marathon training and then pretty much straight into high rocks wow that, that's crazy I honestly weren't expecting you to say that because like I've, yeah. I've had a lifetime of football and you know, no one's come out in any teams I've played in. My perception would be just like, we'd almost be like, yeah, fine. Yeah, you know, ninety-nine percent of the time it is obviously fine. I just got very unlucky um, <laughs> with the team that I was in and the, and the manager. Um, but I, I have been and played for a team in the same league since, just on a, a couple of occasions on a Sunday, and and those lads are class. So, and the team that I played for back at home again, class as well. So that like ninety-nine percent of the time, it's been absolutely sound. Um, and it's ultimately it's been a breeze, but I guess it depends on how you how you hold yourself and and how you are as a person as as opposed to anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to the quick fire questions, what what shoe are you wearing for Hyrox? I'm going out to Chamonix on Thursday for, with Nike, and I, I haven't been able to get my hands on a pair of the new. They've just brought out a new Nike trail shoe, but it's carbon plated. So it's got the trail grip, but it's also really fast. So if I can get a pair of those, I'll test them out and I'll try them. Um, if not, I don't think you can go wrong with the Pumas, to be honest. Um, the DB8s, again, I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're carbon plated as well. Mm -hmm. um, good grip, decent for running, protect your ankles on the corners. So, yeah, probably stick with those if the Nikes don't don't cut it. Cool. I think I think some people wearing the Nike vapor fly three is it i think yeah so i wore them on uh yeah i wore them on sunday but just for the running like i, I don't really get on with them for the sleds and things and they're so they're so in state unstable that i think the pumas just trump them to be honest okay right um tell me a random interesting fact about yourself Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the first time I've asked this question, I must admit. So if you haven't got one, we'll just cut it out. <laughs> it's not really an interesting fact, but I've got a dog called Roxy and she's literally right next I'm going to show you. She's right next to me and she's upside down. <laughs> Waiting for a belly rub. Yeah. <laughs> she comes on She comes on most of my steady runs with me. Oh, did she? Yeah, she, she's a good runner. Cool. Gets out on the block. Cool. Um, post race food. Pizza. Same. Yeah, I like a pizza. It's the only time I crave a pizza is after a race, and then I just want to eat them all. I don't um, tend. To, yeah, I don't tend to go McDonald's. But yeah, anything anything pizza related. I mean, Hawaiian as well. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, sporting <laughs> hero. Uh, used to be Frank Lampard, probably still is. I'm a Chelsea fan um, and football, so grew up, grew up watching and playing 
football pretty heavily. So it was always Frank. Um, and then recently, I would I would say Josh Kerr, um, eight hundred meter, uh, yeah, fifteen hundred meter runner. So yeah. he just won the world championships as well for anyone that watched Scottish yeah. lad. I've 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 been watching now, like because I've not always been a runner, you know, even like done anything beyond hundred meters. I've found got a newfound appreciation of how quick some of those guys are over like eight hundred, fifteen hundred. It's actually mad. Yeah, and... The way they can make it so casual as well. Yeah, like they look like they're jogging. Yeah, but if you put, if you, yeah, if you just put a random person in, you, you realize how how much they're actually motoring. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a good point. I was saying that, like, just how easy they make it look, and I'm like, am, am I doing something wrong? Like they they're just so relaxed, so easy, and they're like, they're like, they're clocking like two twenty per kilometer type speeds, like when they're doing that type of running. Mad. Mad. <laughs> Um, what's your aim for the new season? Um, big aim. So like pushing myself would be at Elite 15. Um, obviously I know there's going to be some serious, serious people trying to contend. Obviously it gets bigger and bigger every year, doesn't it? Um, so that's, that's, I mean, that would be overachieving, I think. Um, but then I guess priority number one would be top three in the UK. I think that's a realistic and achievable goal um, from where, for where I'm at at the moment. Mm -hmm. Have you got uh, any doubles events planned as well? No. So if anyone uh, fancies breaking some records, then let Get me know. in touch. <laughs> what, uh, you mentioned Birmingham. What other races have you got booked? If I haven't actually booked any yet. I think I'm thinking of doing one abroad. Um, I've heard Frankfurt's quite quick. Um, so maybe that I haven't actually, I need to look at the diary to be honest, um, and book in, I might see if anyone fast is running in certain places and try and keep on their toes. Always helps then it to have someone to chase yeah. or have yeah. them chase you. Yeah. You never know. Um, all right. This is, this has been great. Just one, one last question, which I've been asking people. And honestly, if, if you haven't got an answer, then again, we can cut it out. But if you had a, and a message that you can put on a billboard that would go out to the world and can say anything, what would you what would you put on it? Uh it would go along the lines of of sport, sport for everyone. Um, so that's obviously my my big message, and it has been over the last few years, is is accessibility to sport. Um, so something along those lines of just that inclusive element of yes, we can be elite, but I think that's why Hyrox is so good as well, because it has that that element of like belonging and and anyone can do it. And you see like the the grannies that were doing it at the the Manchester, it was just awesome on it and everyone got behind them. So yeah, just a, a level of inclusivity in sport um, and acceptance. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, th thank you for doing this. And um, for people that want to find out more about you, get in touch, what's, what's the best place for that? Uh, Instagram is probably the best bet. It's just Jake Williamson underscore PT. Um, I am about to do a little mini like documentary series type thing on me and high rocks and sport in general um which will probably be a youtube series but if you go through instagram you'll see it anyway so yeah instagram or tiktok is it's all the same handle um but tiktok's not as not as active okay all right all right perfect well good luck for the new season good luck for breaking into the elite 15 yeah um, and yeah we'll 
I've said it now. I've got to do it, and I. Yeah, yeah. We've made it public. <laughs> no all right, all right. Thank you for this. Take care. Nice one. Cheers, great.